The following podcast is about movies and TV. There may be spoilers, though we do try to avoid them. Also, we occasionally mention current events like the COVID-19 pandemic. This isn't our focus, but it is a topic that is hard to avoid. We know that some are trying to avoid these things because times are strange, but we hope you consider our show a pleasant distraction. I love you. Well, welcome back, Couch Potatoes. We're green and faceless on the couch, and I'm the green traveler. And I'm the faceless Leon. So, uh, uh, we're here kicking it, uh, old school with another threesome oh yeah. Uh, yeah and that favorite fabulous most loved time of year which is halloween october mm-hmm. our second threesome up to celebrate our uh our horror movie marathon <laughs> just sometimes the way it's phrased is is good and i know that's the reason behind the the, the whole bit but it just what are you talking about it gets me yeah, we we constantly have threesomes, and these yeah. are particularly to celebrate the season. Exactly. Everybody the has season, The season... It's a very common thing that a lot of people do. The season to be... Um, the season with the reason to be spoofalicious. But we're not doing spoofses... We're doing some spoopy stuff. The um the happy OG uh of the uh of these major franchises. What are what are we talking about today, Greg? There you go. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> you worked a, your way there. I worked my way there for sure. Yeah, so uh the best movies of, you know, Halloween. There's you know th- if you're going to talk horror movies with anybody, you'll eventually get back to at least one of these three franchises. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, they're, they're iconic. They're, I mean, they're all slashers, but, um, you know, they're so well-loved. Uh, some of the best directing comes out of all of it. Well, not not really. But, well, like, there are some amazing directors involved, yeah. especially with the OGs. Uh-huh. Um, the sequels, on the other hand that's where i was going there's not many <laughs> yeah not a yeah. lot of the know, franchise part of these franchises there. uh are not so great i would say um i mean there's definitely better sagas out there uh but, but there's there's so much there's just something so beautiful about them all at the same time oh like, yeah definitely you know to I marathon mean, to marathon it. all of them you oh know, yeah I, I won't get into the movies just yet because, you know, we're going to, we're going to deep, we're not deep diving, but, you know, we'll, we'll go further into them just a moment. But, um, you know, just a marathon, even like my least favorite of these three franchises right. is still an enjoyable evening. It's a, it's you an, know? I would say it's an enjoyable, enjoyable undertaking. There is effort yeah. involved. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta surf you gotta go through a lot of uh, a lot of campy material yeah for but, sure. but these og ones great. i would say they're all pretty legit i would give them that uh for, yeah they're all really fun they're yeah they're well uh, two I, of them are really fun yeah i'm kind of with you and i think we're agree i think we'll agree on which one <laughs> yeah uh, i think it's very 
I mean, you know me, so you know probably which one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think we're thinking listeners, our couch potatoes don't. But no, they, they will don't. soon enough. Yeah. Um, probably uh, probably best just to go at it chronologically and start with the uh, the one that started it all for sure. Um, back in 1978, John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh yeah. Um, easy to say up front, uh, just like with our first threesome uh, that we uh, recorded on. Um, I'm biased. I'm going to mention that up front. Halloween has been one of my favorite horror movies ever. Uh, still is. Um, you know, if anybody asks me what my favorite horror movie is, I will say Halloween. Uh, technically, it's The Lighthouse, but I don't consider The Lighthouse a horror movie. So that's yeah, my it's kind you know, of that's a, my way of getting around it. It's in a mid ground somewhere. Yeah, it's psychological horror, but at the same time, I, I just feel like it's it's so much more. Like it's it transcends it for me. A C movie that's like it's a genre in itself. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so many things that movie, but we're not talking about that movie, <laughs> Greg. Yeah. What is Halloween? Halloween to me is so special. Uh, I still don't want to get into the movie. I just want to sit here and just talk Halloween forever. <laughs> um, so the movie itself, you have it, you you open up on a young boy, uh, literally through you know through his eyes. You know the intro takes you into through the eyes of Michael Myers Probably as you see his uh, pretty early. That? Pretty early first person view, I would say, but he kills somebody. He kills somebody, like you say. He start. It starts off in the perspective of the killer, and straight. I don't think it's spoiling anything to say that the killer kills somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it's his sister also. That's like you know the the intro is, uh, you have this just perfect pure evil child. You know, it's just like he's he doesn't. He doesn't even really kind of notice what he does once they rip the mask off of him. You know, they, they show the you know they show Michael Myers as a child. They rip the mask mm-hmm. off, and he just kind of blank stares, just like looking at the camera, just like right. you know, I didn't, I don't know what you know what just happened. Why are you yelling at me? Why is everybody screaming? I see. Um, but not not innocent, mm. you know, not innocent uh, blankness, just pure, just like you know, no he, remorse for what he just did, yeah. no understanding of what he just did, kind of thing. Um. Well, I guess no understanding would make him innocent, but he's not innocent. <laughs> but you go, you go from there to uh, present day. I don't know what twenty years later or something. It's like I think fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I've seen it so many times yet I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that the like first that. scene's supposed to be sixty-three, and then it's it is seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, you go forward, and you're in present day Haddonfield, present day for the time, of course. Um, Haddonfield, Illinois, um, where, you know, far away in an asylum, not in Haddonfield, but far away, Michael Myers has escaped and his doctor played by Donald Pleasance, um, is coming to find him, you know, try to track him down before what Dr. Loomis, Dr. Loomis. Yeah. The great Dr. Loomis who did not want to be in the movie. (laughs) No, he's, and he gets top billing too. And, yeah, but and Jamie then it comes Lee, back for the sequels. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee is obviously the star of this movie. Oh but, yeah, but anyways, 
That's neither here nor there. But yeah, yeah, Dr. Loomis comes to try to stop Michael Myers from, uh, you know, creating havoc, more havoc. And Michael Myers is coming back to Haddonfield just to, you know, to continue... Yeah, to continue to continue his legacy, you know, he he's become yeah. a legend of Haddonfield. It's a small town, you know, a small Midwest town that, uh, you know, it's got its haunted story. You know, it's got that that legacy of you know that's the Michael Myers house. You don't go in there, right? You know, it's like, um, and he's he's back to back to further that legacy, and that's uh that's the setup for Halloween. And, that is uh, what Halloween is in a nutshell. Um, it's it's such in my opinion it's still a perfect movie having seen it like maybe twenty to thirty times right you know just it's to still get some, it's still spooky um, perspectives on for people who have not seen this movie but are also uh, familiar with Jamie Lee Curtis which is kind of a conundrum because if you know Jamie Lee Curtis you should have seen this movie but whatever um, <laughs> uh, she is in high school. And uh, she is also a babysitter. I think that's kind of integral to yeah, that's, what goes on in the film. Um, yeah, that's actually um, part of the part of the creation of Halloween was uh, after John Carpenter's. I think it was his first movie, um, Saw on Precinct Thirteen. Uh, he was approached by two guys to make a horror movie about a serial killer who's going after who's stalking uh, babysitters. <laughs> Oh, okay. So real, real simple. Yeah, and that's where this—that's where this story dawned. Or, well, or he did from. a good job of making it three-dimensional. That's for sure. Uh, yep. They—they probably wanted a titty movie. <laughs> I mean, they kind of got that. They got a little bit. There's uh, a little bit. There's I bet they it. were like, "There better be tits in this movie." And he's like, "All right." <laughs> I mean, that's kind of—that's also kind of the point of you know John Carpenter's Halloween is those who have sex and do bad things this you know the sinful youth they get murdered by mike myers yeah and also like it's kind of weird like in that first scene um his his sister is naked in the scene um she is uh a teenager most likely portrayed by an adult i don't know yeah but uh anyways like they don't there's nothing inappropriate in that scene it's just her back to him uh but boobs the, i don't think there's boobs in that that first there's scene. boobs when he when when she when she gets uh when he walks in the door you see boobs and then when she gets uh, stabbed she's on the ground and there's blood all over her boobs i must have blinked oh no i do remember seeing the the, the blood on the boobs yeah but there's but there and then there are boobs later but mostly she flashed the camera she had to die that's, that's right the, that's the message that's it that's the message uh there there are some boobs in the movie so if you're against boobs in your movie (laughs) (laughs) if you're against boobs what's wrong with you yeah come on guys they're great um uh but anyways uh that's not the point of the movie there's a lot to this movie it's it's (laughs) i would say that it is a good movie um and uh there was something i wanted to say you're just gonna stop at good though I, That's the adjective. No, well, I, I will. It it's definitely a masterpiece <laughs> of of the genre, um, and it it um helped the the whole genre kick off and like it, for the eighties, anyways. Yeah. And oh, yeah. um, I think 
that uh, it's not that it, I don't know. It's just, honestly, you know, I'm not as into the horror genre as you are. Um, and there's just other horror movies that I like better, but yeah. Um, plus, this one just means a lot to me. Oh, so definitely, I... definitely. And <clears throat> yeah. uh, it, it's also one of the ones that I watched that did get me more interested in the genre. So I mean, it it is a great movie. I will say, great movie. But I, I, there we go. I got you there. <laughs> I do though. I do get the downsides because you know, even watching it this time again, I've seen it so many times that. The acting does feel, um, you know, not not the greatest. Uh, yeah. You know, it kind of feels a little dated. Kind of feels like they weren't because uh, they filmed it in the course of like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing in the course of three weeks with a budget of three hundred thousand, which for a movie is oh yeah ridiculously low. Uh, for a low um, budget movie, this is an amazing movie. I will I will yeah. step it up a notch <laughs> for sure. I this is masterfully done for any budget and yeah. they, and they did a great job with what they had they I, I will say that you know it's written over the course of 10 days shot over the course of three weeks you know low budget um you know uh john carpenter scored the whole thing himself uh which we'll get to the score wow. the score is amazing yeah that's um, actually i didn't know that yeah and but it's just like you know he all this you know, all this comes together, but at the same time, it does kind of, I do feel that bit of rush, you know, it does, you know, it doesn't seem like, you know, I didn't feel much, uh, energy between the characters. They're not really acting together too much, right. just kind of in the beginning and they're all in their separate areas and they're on phone calls. Yeah. Separately, um, I think they're, they're better, honestly. Um, yeah. Uh, like they're probably, like you said, shot in three weeks, they probably didn't have that much rehearsal time. So, mm-hmm. um, that you need i i have an acting background and if if you want a scene to work your actors need to rehearse because they yeah. need to know each other they just they need to yeah. know each other that's all <laughs> you, you need that chemistry to feel real exactly exactly so and, and they probably just didn't have that time it probably just wasn't in the budget. yeah and it, it doesn't it doesn't at all hurt the movie that's not you know the, the point of the movie isn't the care they're not the characters you know it's like they they do drive the movie but the point of the movie is that creepy chaotic boogeyman yeah when are they gonna get god yeah exactly (sighs) and it's just like what's his motive does he even have a motive is he just pure evil the doctor seems to think so yeah the doctor definitely is you know doctor like he is pure evil he's not gonna he doesn't have a motive later on i guess you know as the franchise goes on things change and there's motives built into it but here in that first movie it just feels random Mm -hmm. you know he just he just happens upon these poor you know teenagers who are just having a good night on halloween one of them stuck babysitting the other ones are all you know enjoying themselves and he just goes on a murder spree yeah and you know it's it's got great kills um you know, great the build-up is always spooky. Great thrills, great kills, great thrills. Um, and the screams. You know, blood, blood spills. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, at the same time, you know, it's not the greatest kills. You know, they are kind of, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, for the time they were pretty good. Like, especially when he like stabs a guy into the wall and the guy right. just hangs there. Right. Yeah, like that, that's 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 it's got a lot of force into that one. Right. Um, but you know, for, for, um, for what it did, I love it so much, but I do recognize that it has its faults, that it does feel kind of, uh, I wouldn't say it feels dated, but like in a way it feels, you know, you've seen better since then. Yes. But that, that, those wouldn't have happened without this movie. I strongly believe that this movie, yeah, um, you know, it, it has a great foundation. Yes, yes. It's a. Uh, oh, what's the term I want to use? It's. Uh, it was definitely an inspiration for a lot of the filmmakers mm-hmm. that were are to come, um, uh, and I honestly like you know. I gotta say I think. That without without like going further into what happens in this movie, I think we kind of said some like a great amount about this movie um but there's things to give you things i wanted to toss out there oh sure yeah i would love to talk about maybe more of a description of michael myers oh and there was something about Mm. that too out of these three movies this is the only one that we know right away who the killer is oh yeah this is the and and i think that that is a pretty unique um uh element to this genre to for it also makes him that is yeah and and it makes him creepier you know because it's like we know who the killer is but at the same time we don't know we don't know anything about him yeah yeah because it's just like you don't know what he's capable of you don't know i mean why he's doing it Mm -hmm. uh you know he's he's constantly where he shouldn't be you know he's always in the dark Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's the shape. That's how he's credited. He's not even credited as Michael Myers. He's the oh, shape. Wow. And uh you know, it's just cuz he's 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 always in the background. He's always a silhouette or you know, he's coming around the bush like played by Nick Castle. Uh-huh. Uh fun fact, Nick Castle directed Dennis the Menace. Um huh. <laughs> So he, he plays <laughs> Michael he plays Michael Myers where he murders teenagers <laughs> wildly and then directs Dennis the Menace. So um, Dennis the Menace is Michael Myers that he was allowed to grow up and and be supervised. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a what if if we want to look down that road. Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. terrifying road still. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, Nick Castle. Um, I don't know if he did a lot of acting outside of this, uh, but I know he did like, you know, he went into directing after that kind of stuff. Um, but I thought one fun fact that I, you know, when I was researching this throughout the many years I've watched this movie. Um, uh, but when Nick Castle would turn to John Carpenter for advice, you know, it's like, why is, why would Michael Myers do this? What's, what's Michael Myers motivation for going there? You know, John Carpenter's like, uh, your motivation is to go from A to B and to look like you're not acting. Okay. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, that was, that was it. You know, he, I, uh, I think the only advice John Carpenter gave him was like, after he murdered one guy, he was just like, why don't you tilt your head a little bit? Like you're looking at, uh, a display of butterflies. Huh. Whereas with Jamie Lee Curtis, he had, you know, a scream, a factor you know he's like on a level of how scared she was because you know when you're filming things you can't film it in 
in order. Um, it's right. too hard. Yeah. To, it's too hard to film a movie in order. So sometimes you're filming like all over the place. So to help her with how scared she's supposed to be, you know, he had, a, he had like a scream factor of like you're a four to an eight, you know, something like that. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I mean, I feel like we could talk about Halloween for a really long time. Um, yeah, we can do a deep dive someday on it, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. But I mean, without going into spoilers, I think it'd be really hard to kind of say. Yeah, I don't even think more. there's really much to spoil, but like there's yeah, there's true. so much to dive there's so much to dive further. There's like, you know, yes. themes and stuff like that that, you know, just this movie is so right. deep with with what people have made it to be. Um oh. Okay, well then in that case, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um what do you what, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just I was just saying it's just like people have, you know, people have found things to analyze about this film. And I'm sure that that was part of Carpenter's mind at one point or, you know, other, maybe it was subconscious when he wrote it, but it's just like, you know, it, it really is just like, you know, Halloween comes around and that's the night when, uh, you know, the souls can come back to, to wreak yeah. havoc on the living. And that's, that's kind of what this movie's about. You know, it's, it's Michael Myers returning to, to mm-hmm. Haddonfield to wreak havoc. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah. It like in a lot of ways, this is just a fantastic movie. Uh, what do you got to say uh, in closing? That's what we uh, well, usually do. Yeah, four out of four stars, definitely. Oh, easily man. worth your watch. Um, oh, definitely. You know, it's I, I can I guess it. You know, it's I don't think it feels dated, but it it does have that you know quality to it where it's not you, you've seen better horror films. You know. Other movies have built off of this one in so many better ways, but mm. going back to its origin, still able to hold its own against all of them. You know, it's it's such a fun movie. Um, but is it you know is it the best of the threesome? We'll find out. We'll find out. So uh, in closing, I'd say about this movie: um, if you have a fear of William Shatner don't watch this movie <laughs> uh, that's just a joke uh if you don't know the mask in the movie was a william shatner mask that they altered but yeah doesn't look like him at all doesn't look like your him fear all. your fear it, it, it's you'll just be okay be, yeah you'll be okay yeah. it'll be it'll be like you'll be a little extra afraid of michael myers than most people but you won't know why um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an even more <laughs> irrational segment of an irrational fear. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Um, anyways, I do think, uh, like you said, if if you're gonna do a Halloween movie lineup, this movie should be considered. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. worth your time. Like I've said a couple times, it was masterfully done. Um, and I uh. I do really enjoy I honestly I enjoy it every time I watch it but I also like I've seen it enough times that it 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 doesn't impress as much as it did upon the first yeah. watch I will say that I can um, agree with that but definitely worth going to your shutter app and watching it <laughs> Yeah that is where we watched it everybody um it is streamable on shutter yeah and it's uh Always will be a staple of my horror movie marathon. And it should be. You know, 
I, I there may be you know i shouldn't say always maybe maybe in a decade i'll be like you know what i need a year off from halloween that happens right. with a lot of movies that i love because i watch them too much but so far it hasn't happened with halloween you know i've still been able to watch it for the past like 13 14 years so friday the 13th yeah friday the 13th um unlucky 13 uh it's also someone's birthday <laughs> um, somewhere out there yeah um yeah 1980 right um yep and uh anyhow it's all about a camp it's all about a camp the name of the camp escapes me i have to be perfectly honest camp this Crystal is the first Lake. time i've watched this movie i've, I've never are seen you serious one. yeah i've never oh, seen man. this one but have you seen it unlike hocus pocus i've never lied <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the sequels uh no i haven't seen any friday the 13th movie um, oh man okay i think this is the one we'll get into the movie of course but this is the one franchise where I think it gets better with the sequels. I um, would there, hope there, so. There are good ones in, you know, uh, the next franchise we'll talk about, and there's good ones in Halloween. Yeah. Um, but for for the other franchise we'll talk about, and for Halloween, um, the original is the best. Yeah. You know, for the most part. I mean, people can argue other sequels are better, but for me at least... I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I haven't seen all of the sequels for all of the franchises, but right. for Friday the 13th franchise, they just some of them just get so fucking funny yeah. that it's yeah. it's great in the bad way, <laughs> and I love them. That's good. Um, so this movie, though, I would not say is a bad movie, uh, but I would say compared to the other two, it does fall behind a little bit. Uh, but that's, but I am going to synopsize. Um, synopsize. So it's about a camp. Do you remember the name of the camp? Camp Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake. That's what you just said earlier. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so Camp Crystal Lake, it's got a blood curse on it. Uh, and, uh, anyhow. Uh, somebody who is related to to people who ran the camp before is trying to get it started up again. His name is um. Well, why why does it have a blood curse, Blake? Uh, it has a blood curse because people die there, and one particular well, person dies there. A little boy. One, little boy. Poor little Jason boy Voorhees. Named Jason. Drowned and, because the horny counselors were having sex. Yeah, they were having sex instead of watching. And then just was, not too long after poor Jason drowned, you know, two counselors were, you know, killed and murdered. And yeah, but they anyways, had to, they had to shut it down. <laughs> um, yeah. So this guy is trying to get it back up and running. Trying to see if I can't find his name. I think he's one of the few people who have a, a last name. Steve Christie. Steve yeah, I Christie. Say, I don't even remember it. Um, he uh, he's kind of set up in the first act to be a main character, and he barely shows up in the movie. Um, Mustachioed gentleman. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, he's got some creepy lines, and um, that's one of the problems with this whole movie is everything is pervy that is true 
there's everything's like there's not like i can't there's so few scenes that don't turn into like how can we show boobs how can we be sexy you know it's like yes there's boobs in halloween Yes, there's boobs in the next movie we're gonna watch, and they, did, you know, there's sex scenes, and you know, right. they all, they all do that nasty, you know, the 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 big sin for horror movies. Mm. But this movie is all about cashing in on that. It for sure is. It for sure is. And it's. I will give this movie the one it's tasteless. Thing. The the one thing is they do they do they t- I I would imagine they were inspired to do so from Halloween. They do the killings in first person. And a lot of them were kind of cool. I will say for like a... I think this movie probably had less money go into it than Halloween. And not as... I think it had they more. didn't have a... had more money? Well, that's sad. But it also... Maybe, I don't know. It also didn't have a visionary director behind it, I would say. I, no, I don't. I don't even remember who the director is. I, I don't either. I, I feel bad if I'm, you know, <laughs> if you're listening and I'm shitting on your work. But, um, <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> uh, anyways, it just, uh, it just, yeah. There's just it tries to go into all of these characters very little bit, and it has no focus on, yeah. on any of the characters, even. Even the person who's supposed to be the main character, there's no real focus on on them, on her. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I mean, that's honestly that's the, that's the synopsis in a nutshell. Though it's yeah. he tries to reopen it, he brings in camp counselors, right? And they start getting stabbed. They start getting stabbed, slashed, gashed, um, and all sorts of stuff. And you, I mean, just like with Halloween, you don't know why the killer's doing it. You don't know. I mean, here you don't know who the killer is, you know, for for a little while or right. their motivation. Um, so it's like it is spookier in that sense. But I think it's shot worse. Yes, it's <laughs> um, definitely shot worse. I will say that. So one thing we didn't talk about with Halloween that you know I was kind of saving it for here was the music. Mm. What saves, you know, for Halloween. The music is just another great aspect of Halloween. John Carpenter's score is great. It's simple. You know, it's it, <clears throat> it's eerie without having to do too much. Same thing with Friday the 13th. You know, it's simple. You know, it's uh you hear, especially like you only ever hear it when the monster is, or when uh the killer is on not on screen but in the vicinity of the camera, you know, when, right. when the killer is there, when the killer is near, you hear the music. Right. And that's, that's a great aspect of this film. The music that. is, you know, it, it, that's why like, once you get to that third act and the murderer is like nonstop going there, you know, like chasing people mm-hmm. while chasing one person in particular. Um, once you get there, it, there's so much music. It's, you know, it's great. It's, it's fast paced. Um, but other than that, you know, I think I honestly think the killings are worse. Like I feel like oh, they're, they're bad in this movie. Yeah, they're I for some the the axe prosthetic. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. That was well. That's the thing. the 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 effects, the yeah. after effects of you know the aftermath of the deaths are great. Yeah. The gore is great. The kills themselves are so weak. Like, yeah. you know, it's like part of the fun of these movies is how do you, you know, I mean, it's again, it's not fun because people are dying. It's fun because it's on a film. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's just entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not, you know, 
part of the fun is seeing how are they going to show you these people get killed. Right. That's the and this movie, a lot of that, yeah, and a lot of it happens with a rough edit. You know, you see the axe come down, you cut quick, you cut back, she's got the axe prosthetic That's in her true. face. That is and true. it's like, I mean, it's like, how would you film that at that time? Yes, but in, and the gore is great still. But I just feel like a lot of the deaths are just kind of boring, like... Mm. especially the bed one where he just like pushes an arrow up through a right. guy's neck right. and it's just like they just cut to a very clear like uh fake neck kind of thing and it's like right. <laughs> it's just uh, like i don't care i believe i believe that was the scene with the other main character kevin bacon ah yes <laughs> kevin bacon uh nice and crispy wow. kevin bacon pre-breakout too still yes yeah so if, you, still if you're a baconator, um, you should <laughs> <laughs> you should check out this early film. If just well, for he was that. in that, yeah, he uh, was in that national. I think it was National Lampoon's film before this. Oh and then, really? <laughs> and then he was in this, and like he was still. I think he might have still been like a waiter during this period. Maybe that was just before this, but you know he had he hadn't he hadn't hit the big times yet. No. No, and he's definitely I I lied. He's well, honestly, like I said, nobody's really focused on in this movie. No, um, but you get but, Kevin Bacon because he's famous now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so you you do. I do have to say, I paid a little bit more attention to those scenes just because I know who he is, and some yeah. are. Uh, not and. Bad. Well, it's like also again with this, you know, as you were saying, nobody gets paid attention to. Like the main girl is Adrian, played by Adrian King, right? And she's only the main girl because she fucking survives, right? Yeah, exactly. Like with with Halloween, with Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis is like she's the innocent one, you know. She just smoked a little weed beforehand, but she, you know, she's the one not partying. She's the one staying indoors and babysitting the kids. Um, you know, she's innocent. Here, this lady just played strip Monopoly, like. Who the fuck plays Strip Monopoly? Like, <laughs> she, she's just as sinful as the rest of them, and yet, for whatever reason, she gets to... Well, maybe she doesn't get to live we, You know that with that ending. it's Yeah, the ending is hate, uh, a little uh, obtuse. Nah, that's not the word yeah. I wanted, but close enough. Dumb. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it is. I will say it's dumb. I win it. I, okay. I don't really want to give it away because I think the ending no. is the only part to really uh, is the only purpose really to watch this movie is for the twist ending. So I think that yeah. some that we I should leave that, that. Uh, vague. But when it happened in the boat, <laughs> I laughed so hard because, like I said, I've never seen this movie. Yeah, it's 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 just really stupid. It's it's, it's it's a dumb ending. The twist is okay. I like yeah, the twist. Yeah, the twist is good. Um, <clears throat> mentioning, um, bouncing off of you know that like going away from that a little bit. Um, some of the things about this, you know, the original Friday the Thirteenth, it doesn't have the staples that the franchise is known for. Right. You know, people know Jason, they know his they know his hockey mask. Right. This doesn't have the hockey mask. Doesn't. You know, there's there's no I don't even I don't know if there's even a hockey mask ever shown in this movie. No, I don't um, think so. You know, I mean there there's so many like small staples of the franchise that just are not seen here at all. No. 
No, I think and... that it's. I think the success came from the sequels, uh, like you said. But this made it made so much money. This one did too. Really? Um, well, I think so. everybody was. It's not. Ready it's not like the. Genre. Like, I feel like critics like, hated it. Oh yeah, I could see that. But um, I mean, after Halloween, people were hungry for this, so I I think that might be why it did so well. Yeah. So we're we're better. We can consider ourselves better than uh, Siskel of Siskel and Ebert, um, because he hated this movie so much he gave the ending away in his oh. review. Yeah. Oh. He he hated it, and like him and Ebert. They uh they just slammed this movie. They had like a war on women segment and film, um and like they used this as you know one of their uh, arguments. You know because it's just like this movie's terrible to women. <laughs> oh, that's true. Like they're just they're just objects in this movie. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, but I mean the the men characters are just barely propped up as well in in this movie. I mean there's no depth yeah. to really any of the characters. Well, a lot of them are just sleazy assholes. Right. Like yeah. you, you find a truck driver who's helping one of the counselors. Like right in the beginning of the film, a truck driver helps a counselor uh, by giving her a lift to Camp Crystal Lake. But well, just outside of Camp Crystal Lake, right. he doesn't actually he get doesn't her there. He doesn't want to go up there. He's he's no. superstitious. And uh, you know, but like while he's uh, when when he's helping her into the truck. You know, it's like she's she gets her, you know, she gets up on the step, she gets ready to get into the truck, and he just grabs her ass and throws her in there, basically. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm just like, you kidding me? Like, you couldn't have helped her up in that truck any other way. And like, I did not notice that. I have to be honest. Uh, yeah, there's just there's so much of that where it's just like, you know, I don't know. I don't like needless uh, sexualization. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's just like there, there's a way to, there's a way to do it in movie, and it's just like it, it, I've I've talked about this before. It's like with Game of Thrones, at least in the early seasons, I find it hard to watch those first few seasons of Game of Thrones because it's like they knew people would zone out during the exposition, right? So they put exposition in sex scenes so that people would get the exposition while still paying attention, and I think it's just sad. Yeah, because honestly, better than that. I like exposition. I. Yeah, I, I mean, that's where a lot I feel of like it's needed. Comes from. Yeah, but. it's needed for TV because that's you know it's a slower oh, yeah. process of building the world and everything. Whereas with movies, I feel like most people should be able to show the story more. Right. Yeah. But but at the same time, I will you know there are there is definite need for exposition. You can't oh, yeah. just. I'm sure somebody can make a movie with no exposition whatsoever, but for most people, you need it. You know. Yeah. So. You know, I think that we... I, I, I don't know what else to say about this movie, to be perfectly honest. Uh, it looked like they had fun. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, I, uh, It's just... I don't know. I feel like there's so much boring to this movie. You know, it's, it's not... As you said, it's not bad. I get why people like Friday the 13th. I think the sequels get much better. Not immediately. I don't think the second one's that great. Um, but like they do get better over time and, until they're just like completely absurd and funny, mm-hmm. but the movie's so rapid. Like I feel like most of the characters are killed off over the course of like 10 minutes for sure. And it's an hour and a half movie. So it's just like, you know, you have like 40 minutes of build up and tension and 
none of that's really that exciting for me because I don't like any of the characters. They're all right, yeah. asshole like, teenagers. Yeah, I think that what makes a good slasher movie good is that you have some sort of connection to the characters so that you're you're rooting for them a little bit. Um but right. At, at like the with... very at the very least the main character and their friends, which is a pretty usual uh uh setup for a horror movie. Um right. like there's always the the first couple kills are always people you don't care about. Or with Halloween assholes. Uh with Halloween. Like yeah. I think everybody can relate to Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're that person stuck doing something at home or, you know, it's like I gotta do this thing. I can't go out and party. Right. But you see all your friends going out and partying, and you're like, damn, and I just want to join them. Why do I have to do this? Honestly, uh, I do. Going back to that movie, uh, since we're there, uh, I really enjoyed Annie. Annie was a fun character. Um, yeah. Uh, and you can see all of your friends and her friends. Yeah. 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 And then, and then when they're getting, when they're getting high in the car, and her cop dad, they see her on the corner. That's a good scene, <laughs> man. That's it's just funny. So funny. <laughs> Screams uh, a lot too. Yeah, and like the, the the scenes that were supposed to be funny in this movie in Friday the Thirteenth, just weren't funny. Especially, no. especially the scene where he's wearing the Native American headdress. Like, come on. But I, I yeah. mean, that was pretty commonplace. I would say back in the day. Um, it's just dumb. But it's just dumb, and it's it's not it's not okay um and i'm not making an excuse for this movie i guess uh for to do that but like you know you gotta understand it's it's a 40 year old movie Um, yeah things were different but anyhow what do you gotta say closing for this for this Uh, closing i I give it a what i did you did the first closing last time but i yeah yeah you go ahead okay so anyways uh yeah it it definitely was not my favorite of the three i wouldn't invite it back if somebody was doing a horror movie marathon and this was a part of it i'd sit there but i'd probably um talk through it (laughs) yeah Uh, i would definitely talk through it yeah there's some good there are definitely some things i enjoyed i enjoyed watching it because like i said it was the first time i watched it but i don't think i would i don't think i would come back to this movie because i because i want to i guess is, mm-hmm. you know if somebody's like hey i want to put on this movie i'd be like okay you're not gonna yeah, you're not gonna block out your own schedule to go see it no no and i would agree with that i would say it doesn't come back to my horror movie list often unless i'm just um you know quite often you know i'll have days where i just like set aside um now when i when i started the marathon it was every day I realize that's a mistake. You know, some days you just need to have off. Right. So I set days aside and some days that I set aside, you know, I'm just like, I want to watch some movies. So I'll marathon the Friday the 13th franchise because they are fun to marathon back to back because they're just, they're just sleazy garbage to put on (laughs) in the background so that you can get things done, but have noise on. And, you know, it's fun to look up every now and then and see Jason stab, stab a teenager. Right. But, but like the first one, it's not, you know, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. It's kind of boring, not yeah. the greatest. You know, you, you've seen so much better, and there's not much to back this one up. 
and the fact that 12 films came after this is crazy to me yeah. um that that's a lot of movies jesus those 12 films build off each other you know is that they have their... the uh the crossovers with uh oh X-Men? man i have no idea that's what i saw on wikipedia i have no idea oh man <laughs> spoilers i i look things up on wikipedia oh my god <laughs> not recommended it's kids false. uh okay so two two stars two stars that's that's fair i would say that's fair um so uh, a nightmare on elm street kids are getting scared on elm street nine films on nightmare on elm street wow. put that up front started in 1984 yet another uh inspired by john carpenter's halloween For sure um this one directed and written by the masterful Wes craven who is i feel like if i'm putting all my energy into it i think he's probably my favorite horror movie director um yeah i love Wes craven he is such a master of like he has a just like a he i mean he shows with scream uh when he when he he when he did the scream franchise he's proven that he just has a just complete understanding of the genre you know, just like everything that makes the genre tick, he just knows it. And he makes fun of it. And, you know, all those tropes are up here, are up front here with uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> um, you have Freddy Krueger, uh, just crazy burned guy with knives for hands. Uh, he's just, he appears in everybody's nightmares. Um, and he's killing people. And when he kills you in your dreams, you die in real life. And he's stalking these teenagers. Gruesomely die in real life. (laughs) And he's stalking these teenagers, man. And I don't know. You know, it's like, again, why is he stalking the teenagers? That's part of the story. It's great. That's part of the story. It's pretty good. And so it's just like, there's a mystery to this story. You know, it's like, you know, there's a bit of a mystery to Friday the 13th. But at the same time, there's not. Like, you don't know who the the murderer is. But nobody's really investigating it. It's just like. They're just kind of dying, and then people are figuring out that other people are dying. Yeah, it, it is the the movie is one giant reaction. Yeah, um, this is like honestly, like, oh, we're not talking about the movie. We're synopsizing. We're well, I mean, that's kind of the that. synopsis. That's the synopsis, though. Is it's okay, like creepy guy in your dreams who's murdering teenagers. Um, you know, there's a main girl, Nancy, and she's trying to figure it out. You know, she's investigating why yeah. she's seeing this guy in her dream why are her friends her friends are having you know same dreams well not the same dreams but they're having nightmares with this guy this very same guy in their dream yeah and, and can i say like both this movie and halloween pretty strong female characters um for especially for the times i would say yeah these um both uh lori and nancy they they fight they they do their damnness to survive survive um nancy uh while while lori is is reacting to what's going on nancy is going out there and she is doing research and She's trying to figure out what she can do to to stop this. Yeah, she can't sleep. You know, she can't yeah. go to bed comfortably. So it's like she's you know she's staying up at night, 
you know, drinking uh, a lot of coffee, like coffee, a lot of coffee, taking those stay <laughs> the sta wake pills, the stay awake pills, but spelled S T A. Stay awake. They still sell those, probably. Truckers probably still take them. I I kind of just like I didn't even know if they were real. I kind of thought maybe they were just a prop for the movie. But but you're right. They do have they do have strong female characters who are mm-hmm. driving the plot along and yeah um you know i don't think the acting's always great um but i feel like for a teenager like horror movie you know i feel like here it's it's great you know Wes craven yeah. gets really good really good performances introduces johnny depp and he's uh he's kind of that boyfriend who doesn't believe his girlfriend is having you know a psychotic breakdown <laughs> There is so much to enjoy with this movie, and the, oh, yeah. the creep the creep factor is up to an eleven on it for sure. Um, because, I mean, what's gonna happen um, if you are at an impressionable age watching this for the first time? You watch a movie about a monster who can get you when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. you're gonna go to bed and have nightmares <laughs> about right. that guy it's like not even just a monster but it's like a burned guy with like yeah. claws on his hands right he's terrifying and he has a he has that his played by robert england just so amazingly just one of the best castings ever if you're going up against any of these three villains in my opinion for Freddy Krueger is the most frightening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for like, sure. I don't want to go up I don't want to go up against any of them. I mean, yeah, but Michael... the other two I can at least wrap my head around. They are, you know, the, they're impenetrable, unkillable people that are there. Yeah. I I can see them at least. I can run they're, away from them. Most the likely I'm going to die still. Yeah, they're in the physical world. Freddy, he's in my mind. I don't like that. Yeah. No, I don't I don't like want it at shit all. going on up there that I'm not <laughs> in control of. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that this movie definitely creeps me out the most out of, out of the three. Yeah, of them. and um, like ev- expert use of music, oh, like yeah. it's so creepy. Um, just all, all the scares here are so just unnerving. Yes. Um, because Wes Craven does a great job at warping reality and that surreal world of the dreamscape. Right. You know, it's like. There's so many moments where it's like, is this real? Because it could be real, but it feels really dreamlike, and you know, it it goes either way. Um, but it's it's so it's so creepy to watch this movie. Um, I just I love it just as much as I love Halloween, but I don't I haven't watched it as much. I didn't I didn't grow up with Nightmare on Elm Street because it didn't play as much on my TV or like if it sure. did, it was like super late and I wasn't able to watch it. Because it's like they did Halloween and Friday the 13th marathons when I was kids. It'd be a little bit harder like on like your standard stations to get or even some cable stations to get this movie to play. It's mm. pretty gory. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really. Yeah, it. they yeah. went all out on some scenes. Oh, definitely. Poor Johnny Depp. Poor Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he he just got into the world of movie making and, and now just... he's a puddle on the floor. And now he's he's a sea of blood in a, in a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's terrible. That scene was great when the when oh. the cops get on the scene of that 
that it's it, pretty good. That's also that's some of the, the again that's some of the beauty of the movie is too is like you see the cops come up on these these horrible death scenes and some right. of them or at least two in particular they're like we can't explain this really you know especially yeah. that one that one they're like we don't get what happened here yeah, but like two of the other exploded. two of the other kills they're kind of just like ah oh, how you know it's like there is an explanation but it feels wrong yeah it feels wrong yeah. um and it's like again that's another part with Wes Craven and with Nightmare on Elm Street is there is a story here you oh, know there's yeah. there's there is a you know there's a motivation for the murders um you know the, this killer has a drive the other ones are kind of just you know in their own frightening sense you know one of them is doing it for revenge and and you know um the other one's just like wild chaos and here I don't know. I I like having the murderer have a drive. It makes him a little more frightening. Right. Uh, I mean, you kind of get the motive more, but at the same time, they do a great job setting these characters up so that you kind of do feel for them, just like with Halloween. Right. Uh, whereas, like Friday the Thirteenth, who cares if those teenagers got stabbed? They're and like, all, they're all just crazy. <laughs> even the parent characters feel important in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Although they I definitely don't really like did not in the only parent that you have even a little bit of connection to in in uh, Halloween is um, the uh, the police officer, the cop. Yeah. The, um, um, who does not act like a police officer because he just lets that psychiatrist call his shots. Well, he's but, a, he's a small town police officer, you know. Yeah. He's like he probably doesn't ever see. You know, he, he he's that he's that trope of a small town officer who's just like I'll just do this so I can you know eat donuts and hang out with the the people at the coffee shop and that's occasionally that's I have to go answer a, answer a, a car accident <laughs> yeah and then like just a terrible murder comes and he's like I don't know how to handle this that's <laughs> very true it's very true there is a police officer character in this as well and mm-hmm. he is another dad the parent of the main character uh, and that's uh oh, what's the character's name uh nancy uh lieutenant thompson so he's oh. pretty high up in the in the force and so he is he's investigating all these murders and one of the one of the main things about the movie that keeps the plot going is that Nancy goes with him with this supernatural ins- information and he just won't bite any of it. He's like, no, well, there's yeah. a reasonable explanation. Yeah, well, it's like your daughter suffered a traumatic, you know, her best friend just died. Right. Um, and she's refusing to sleep. She's starting to act pretty crazy because she's not sleeping. So, like, I, I mean, in reality, you're probably on the dad's side here. You're probably just like, no, honey. Oh, yeah. You just need to sleep. Like, just calm down, yes. go to bed. And then, you know, and, and, you know, things get a little crazier. Maybe you start paying attention. And, you know, Wes Craven gets that. It's it's masterfully done here. It is, yes. This is a very well-crafted movie. I don't know. It's just, like, what makes it so good is the gore. Like, he doesn't hold back on some of those scenes. And, like, no. especially in the dream world, you know, Freddy can do anything he wants in the dream world. It's so surreal. You know, it's like he'll have long, goofy arms with with scissors at the end of them. <laughs> uh, you know, he'll he could be a car. Um, he can <laughs> like, do whatever because it's whatever a dream. he wants. Yeah, um, I will say I think 
one area where, for me, I think the third act of this movie does kind of go downhill. Um, mm. Not in a like not in a takes it off course. It, like still, this movie um, it gets four stars for me. You know, it's one of Wes Craven's best. Uh, you know, I, I just love this movie. It's so good. Um, but that third act, you know, it does kind of just like, especially the ending, like it just kind of, I, I don't like the ending that much of the, of this one because I don't know. It just seems gimmicky, you know, the rest of the movie, like, I mean, it's kind of gimmicky throughout, but like, but I don't know. It just, it kind of goes away from, I don't know. I, I didn't like it. It didn't sit I... with me with Friday the 13th. It just like, you know, they have that stupid, really dumb ending that uh-huh. just like. It, it, it just seems like we need to get one more scare. That also really didn't fit the movie. No. I mean, it, and it, this ending does fit the movie, yeah. but it just, again, it kind of feels like we need to get that one more scare. Right, it does. Whereas, whereas with Halloween, like that final, like, I will spoil Halloween's, like, they shoot Michael six times, and then the camera pans back to where he fell, and he's gone. Right. And again, it's like that one last scare, but it works so well in Halloween because, you know, that's it's it it, it, it terrifies your imagination. Right. Because it's but like, it, it dude, also, that dude should be dead and he's gone now. Yes. And that's I where do, it ends. It still gives you the feeling. And this might be because of his score combined with it mm-hmm. does give you the feeling that 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 it's over for now. Like you mm-hmm. do get that feeling that that Michael can breathe. Michael's gonna be like he's probably got to go recuperate. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can breathe, but it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other two endings, they they don't necessarily have that feeling. Um, yeah, and and with 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 um, it doesn't seem to be really a resolve with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, <clears throat> you know, because it's like. With, with Halloween, you could take a breather. You know, like the, the, it's like you know it's it's still out there. You know the boogeyman's still alive. Um, you're still scared of that, but he's gone for now. Yeah, and in '78, uh, they're like, oh, are they gonna make another one? Or maybe yeah. not. I guess I don't know how likely sequels were back then. Well, but... I know he wanted to make it an anthology series and not uh not oh, what it really? became. That's why the third one happened. <laughs> uh, but they had, but they had, they felt like they had to wrap up what they were doing with, uh, with Michael. But with, um, you know, with Friday the Thirteenth, there's kind of a resolve. I mean, who knows? You know, that ending so yeah. muddy, it was bad. But with like with Nightmare on Elm Street, um, you know, it 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 does have an ending, and it goes a little further. And then who knows if that ending, you know, it's like, right. who knows with that ending? Yeah. You know, it's that, like that ending is very open-ended on what actually happened. Yeah. And it's, there's just no resolve. So it's like, I kind of walk out just like feeling a little like, Oh man. But it, I, I, it doesn't ruin the film. The film no, is so much fun. I wouldn't say that. At um, all. It has such a great atmosphere. So cr- creepy and eerie and spoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh yeah, there's definitely like I like I said earlier, the um, the creepiness is cranked up for sure, and, yeah. and it's and supposed, a lot of I it's helped by Robert England. Yeah, oh definitely, he he brings a lot to the role, and in the costume in general, like 
they made a good monster they really did yeah it's very iconic once you yeah. see those striped <laughs> you know that kind of a striped pattern you're just oh, like right. oh freddy krueger oh that's freddy krueger yeah uh, where's the razor hands i used to have one of those claw toys yeah i used to as well i still have the uh um i have chopsticks freddy krueger chopsticks oh really that's funny <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah i mean you got got much other notes on uh on nightmare no no that was you know i i, th- I think i said uh four out of four um yeah. you know muddy third act but like still thoroughly enjoyable great music oh yeah um good teenager performances for like a good teenager horror movie right uh iconic slasher amazing terrifying villain great mm. concept i i just i all around i love this movie um highly recommended yeah i uh i'm with you on that i think that uh this movie is very worth your time uh i do believe you have to uh if you want to stream this rent it um as as well as uh friday 13th friday 13th on uh both on amazon Amazon. uh i i though uh yeah i i really actually really enjoyed this movie i think that it it just i like anything that builds a world that is outside of what you view as your reality that's a little outside the norm i'm down there for it so i i would say for that reason maybe i'm drawn to this movie horror movies that play on like the psychosis is great oh definitely yeah those those are the ones that scare me the most yeah for sure i agree with that and like um you know that's why like we'll someday talk the lighthouse but that's why the lighthouse is one of my favorite movies it plays off of that that mental um the underlying like uh it's, it's psychological that's what i'm trying oh, to yeah. that's what i'm looking for it's in you know there's a lot of that in nightmare on elm street because of how west craven blends reality in that dream world yeah it's it is uh yeah because you know there's moments that in that those dreams like you said where um it could be real life for as far as the viewer knows and the dreamer in most cases and then all of a sudden it just turns and the turns are it it kind of reminds me of um the movie where the guy he puts the video in his chest um video video drum yeah cronenberg yes yeah the cronenberg movie video drum so it kind of reminds me of that uh like when that movie starts to turn uh and uh man we gotta talk about that movie sometime someday Uh, yeah uh anyhow that's what i gotta say about uh, a nightmare on elm street it's it's definitely worth renting it uh and if Mm -hmm. you're like oh which one of these two movies that have crossovers later in their trilogy should i start with start with this not trilogy (laughs) saga franchise whatever yeah um anyways i think uh i'm ready to to reveal who i would invite back yeah our 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 mv3 some our mv3 some our um, mv3 mate mv3 mate 
three mate yeah the three mate yeah. so the three mate that, that i would uh invite back uh honestly i was pretty torn uh for a while but as we were talking about it i think i would honestly bring back a nightmare on elm street yep it it is a lot of fun um and and obviously i was torn between that and halloween halloween has oh, so yeah. much going for it for sure but um, i mean but friday the 13th you know it puts forth an ad of you know it's like i'm very sexy you know you yes. want you want sexy in a threesome but at the same time you don't want too sexy and no. i mean this movie's not too sexy at all but like you don't i want it to be a touch goofy just a touch yeah you know you want some personality you don't just want sexy and that's all that movie has is it's just you know i got i'm sexy you want yeah. some personality so that's right sorry sorry friday the 13th you're not yeah it's all not yeah. coming back to the threesome and it's not even that sexy it's like the kind of sexy where they think they're sexier than they are mm-hmm. you know yeah uh yeah so they're they're not really invited back but i would bring back nightmare on elm street honestly i bring back halloween as well mm-hmm. um but maybe on less frequent occasions but for you nightmare is the that's the that's top, my answer, the top dog yeah, of these three um yeah so i'm gonna be i had a i had a personality you know like a crisis a whole crisis over this in my life uh because you know i'm watching the movies and i love halloween i love nightmare on elm street and no there's no lie halloween is my favorite horror movie you know oh, i will yeah. watch it every year until it gets old for me which hopefully never happens but best of the threesome I do like Nightmare on Elm Street more in that wow. regard for for wow. the threesome. It's it's scarier. It's got a scarier villain. Yeah. Um both movies are perfect in my opinion. I, I mean will give you Nightmare that. on Elm Street has a muddy has that muddy third act, but like it doesn't ruin the perfection. It's it's well shot, well directed. Yeah. You know, beautiful concept. Both of them have beautiful concepts. Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to be like, "Well, how can Halloween be your favorite and then this one win?" I'm fucked up. You know, it doesn't have to make sense. I am honestly surprised that you chose yeah. this over. But I mean, again, I would. I, I'm. I'm inviting them both back to threesomes. You know, it's like Halloween's gonna be in many threesomes. Like, yeah, they can know, come I, back together. Yeah, easily. Yeah, you know, they're beautiful movies. Um, but of this threesome, you know, if I were to choose, I would say that you know, Nightmare on Elm Street did entertain me more. Maybe that's because I've seen Halloween too much. Um, but I just feel like, you know, even as more years pass, Nightmare on Elm Street feels less dated. It feels, you know, it's still, the scares are still great. The kills are still gruesome. The effects Um, are amazing. Yeah. And it's, and it's spooky. You see dead people like, (laughs) you know, she hears, she hears her dead friend and like you turn and you see her dead friend in the body bag and it's just so creepy. And then, like, she goes out in the hallway, and her friend's laying down in the body bag, and, her, like, the, the legs just lift up randomly, and just, she gets dragged along by oh, nothing. It's just, yeah. it's scary. And oh, it's and when that hall monitor, who who is Freddy Krueger, yeah. that that part kind of messes with me, too. Because yeah. it's a little, it's, goofy. It's, it's, a, it's a girl speaking, but with Freddy Krueger's voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. It's so weird. Yeah, this movie, this movie's very creepy, and... Nightmare is the scarier film, but Halloween's your favorite. 
Halloween's my favorite. It has more respect. I have more respect for it uh, because of what it created, because of right. what it did with such a low budget. Even Craven is, in my opinion, just probably the greatest director to understand the genre of horror. Oh sure. Um, you know, I think there are some, especially right now, we have some really great directors working in the in the horror genre field, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see what they're doing. Like, uh, um, Rob. Uh, Roger Eggers, Roger Eggers, Robert Eggers of The Witch and The Lighthouse. Like, I'm super excited to see where he goes. Sure, sure. Um, Ari Aster of Hereditary and Midsummer. Like, Man, there's there's movies. so many good horror. Yeah, there's there's great Jordan horror Peele's directors still. Some pretty good stuff. Jordan Peele. Yep. Like that. Like, and uh, all of them, I think, only have two movies right now. <laughs> but like, sure. you know, hor- horror genres. Right. Hey, there we go. Um, but horror. Well, we can do three sins of all three of them. That's right. <laughs> but uh, we could do. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'd have good. to rent. We'd have to rent. We'd have to rent some of Jordan Peele's because they're sadly not accessible without, without uh, add-ons. That's um, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine by me. But no, um, you know, there's a lot of great horror directors in the business. There's always been great horror directors, but you know, I think. Um, and people can argue with me and that's fine. Uh, Wes Craven, I think understands the genre the best out of everybody. And that's what makes nightmare on Elm street. So damn good. Is he just, he gets the tropes. He knows the creep factor. Like it's, it's a lot of fun and it's the winner of the threesome for both of us, which is a surprise for me because I I am very biased. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm very surprised by your answer. Um, and honestly, I, I was leaning back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly guys you should watch a nightmare on elm street um maybe not with your kids nah let, <laughs> let your kids watch it it'll be fun uh you know you do what you want with your kids uh <laughs> just you know cover their eyes up during the sexy stuff and the murder scenes which is like that's only like 70 percent of the movie yeah that's not yeah yeah there's only blood throughout that's all yeah oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well uh i think that's gonna be it from us um yeah i'm the, y'all y'all couch potatoes you have a you have a good night you stay cozy hell yeah you sure do bundle up have yourself uh a little watch cup of, of cocoa your favorite horror movie does the season <laughs> maybe a candy bar don't eat too much before the day though yeah uh, yeah yeah well, I'm the faceless traveler. I'm not at all. <laughs> you're, I'm you're the, the faceless, faceless Leon. And I'm the green Leon. <laughs> <laughs> He's the faceless Leon. I'm the green traveler. We love you. Good night, everybody. Safe travels. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. It is our intent to publish new episodes each Thursday evening. If you enjoyed the show or wish to make a suggestion, feel free to leave us a comment. Good night.